But having someone support us means that we don't have this nervousness in consult. Having someone that we can bounce ideas off. So in my groups where there's a number of people and we're seeing clients and so you're able to bounce those ideas off others. You're able to ask them questions, how they felt about things, what's going on for them and you can support others and that really reduces the anxiety around seeing people in clinic. Overwhelm is something that can really be nasty and that's to do with being nervous in clinic as well. So when we're nervous consulting, it can fill up and fill up and get bigger and bigger and turn into something bigger than Ben-Hur until we don't want to do it anymore. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello everyone and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. And today we've got a question again. So I like to think that I can help you in any way I can. And to help you, you can email me, Geraldine at mentoringwithgeraldine.biz. So the questions that I answer come from emails or they come from the Facebook group, Strictly Education and Support. Now, why do we have questions? Well, we're all learning, aren't we? We're all, I'm still learning. Anyone who thinks they know everything, we don't want to know them, right? So when we're learning and we're in college, we're on our way to getting out there into practice. And this question says, I'm struggling with being so nervous during consulting. An area I want to excel in is women's health and fertility, along with mental health from Sarah D. So struggling with being nervous in consulting could actually put you off taking up practice. Yeah, it could actually, if you're in practice, it could eventually stop you being in practice because you're so nervous. So let's look at some of the techniques that we can use when we're nervous in practice. Number one is having a really good intake form. Now, it's just really similar to the one you had in college, you know, all of the, do you have epilepsy, you know, sore parts on the body, what's your family history? I slip into mine in paragraph form all through it is the consent. So they're consenting to share their email address with a drop shipper. They're consenting to um, all of the, you know, I've got a full consent there. It's in the academy. So if you're in the academy, my consent is in the academy. You can look at it in there. But um, where were we? So I'm struggling with being nervous in practice. So we've got our intake form and we've got a lot of information about them. The way to reduce our nervousness is one, practice. Practice makes perfect. Two, knowing the language that we need to use in clinic. So I have the coaching course. But the other one as well is making sure we are we have our systems in place. So that might be having a time checker, making sure that th we have like a run sheet almost um, of how things are planned out and how things are going to work. They're going to come in the door, first 15 minutes, you're going to let them speak. Then the next bit is going to be that teasing out of more information, that confirmation of what they've said, and then offering the the combination of suggestion and them offering their suggestions as well. And in that first consult, a prescription doesn't have to be a herbal or a nutritional. A prescription can be diet. 
Because what we want to do is we want to change their lifestyle, their habits and the way people are. It's very, very rare that you're going to get somebody in. I always do a 24-hour diet recall. So that is if the appointment is at 6 p.m. I say to them, what did you have for lunch today? What did you have for breakfast? Um, What fluids have you had through today? What dinner did you have last night? What are you expecting to have tonight? Is there any other food in there we've missed? You know, um, bedtime chocolate or anything like that. You know, wine, alcohol, anything. So I take a very quick diet recall. And it's extremely rare that the person sitting in front of you has the perfect diet. And if they they say, oh, I've got a really good diet, chances are they don't understand what a diet is. Every vegan I've ever had in has said, I've got a great diet. And they've always had a terrible diet full of carbs. So there's always work to do on the diet. So the first prescription can simply be diet-based. And that is prescription. You're still prescribing by giving them life, by suggesting Um, by working with them to create lifestyle change between this appointment and your next appointment. Now, when you niche, as you niche down, so um, Sarah wants to niche down in women's health, fertility, along with mental health. That's quite a big niche, really. So, you know, when you've got somebody in, when you start niching down to say, well, women's health, what I'd really like to see are people with PCOS or endo. What I'd really like to see are people with menopause. So we do need to niche down within the women's health range. Chances are if it's fertility, it's going to be women's health around PCOS, endo, getting pregnant, around those areas. So we've niched down. So we do start to have a greater knowledge in that area. As we niche down and we're reading about our niche all the time, we're always more up to date. So it might be that in that first appointment, you're able to give one supplement or, you know, if they say they've got terrible sleep, chances are you can give a supplement. It's only if they're contraindications. I have a bit of a caveat that if you're on five medications or more, I tell myself I'm not going to prescribe for them anything except food and lifestyle change until I see them next time because if they come to me on their intake form on five medications and at least one of those is a heavy duty medication um, an antidepressant or something you know a warfarin a blood thinner a PPI you know maybe only a PPI that's fine I know what to do that's guts you know I can do all those guts ones but I had um, someone come to see me recently and he'd put down five medications I was like well I'm not and his you know and then I said, you know, I started talking and then I know during the diet recall is when he proceeded to tell me, oh, yes, he was on an anti-epileptic and he'd been on it since he was a child. So here is a drug that I have no off the cuff knowledge of that I'm not going to prescribe. So while he's talking to me, I'm typing it in and I look up, he's drinking morning and night and alcohol's contraindicated. So, so there's lots going on with this client. For me to think, I can, you know, even after all these years going, yeah, I'm just going to prescribe you something. No, I'm not. I'm going to see if he can make simple lifestyle changes and diet changes before I see him at the next appointment, before I go any further, because there is no magic bullet in what we do. So having some systems, having a checklist to make sure that you've gone through and asked those questions. I've done my 24-hour diet recall. Um, in the academy, I've got my checklist. So you can go through, and at the top of it, it's when will I see you next? You know, that happens before we take the payment. 
So we really do need to think about, have I got a checklist so that I can go through to make sure I've asked those questions? The more you see a client, the more confident you will become. And the more support you have, the more confident you become. So people ask questions in groups. People join my groups, the graduate program, so that they can ask those questions about their clients so that they feel supported. Because when we're really nervous during consult, it can be because we're not supported we don't have the mentor that we need. And I mean, that might not be me for you. That might be someone else. I speak with lots of people on the show and it might be one of them that you think, yeah, that person's really the person for me. I want to talk to them. I want them to be my mentor. And that's totally cool. Um, I would hope that I'm still there for you in other ways. But having someone support us means that we don't have this nervousness in consult having someone that we can bounce ideas off so in my groups where there's a number of people and we're seeing clients and so you're able to bounce those ideas off others you're able to ask them questions how they felt about things what's going on for them and you can support others and that really reduces the anxiety around seeing people in clinic Overwhelm is something that can really be nasty and that's to do with being nervous in clinic as well. So when we're nervous consulting, it can fill up and fill up and get bigger and bigger and turn into something bigger than Ben-Hur until we don't want to do it anymore. If that's happening, it might be that you've reached into overwhelm. And if we've reached into overwhelm and we're not coping, we need to seek support. We need to change our systems and we need to look at the way we're doing things in a different light. We need to support ourselves. We need self-care systems in place as well as work systems. Have I got a checklist for everything? Is everything completed that needs to be completed? Is there anything else I need to do with this client? How else can I support this client and at the same time support myself? It might be limiting the amount of research you do on the client out of hours. It might be asking questions of others. It might be being able to have a debrief session with another clinician. Make sure that those systems are in place for you so that that nervousness during consult doesn't come out into other areas of your life or affect the consulting system altogether. If I can be of any help, there is the focus call. Please book in. I will um, drop the link on the show notes for you so that if you'd like, if you haven't had one before, if you haven't had a focus call with me before and you would like one, then you can book in and we can chat because I'd love to meet you. There's always the opportunity of emailing me as well, Geraldine at mentoringwithgeraldine.biz because I'd love to meet you. So I hope you have a beautiful rest of day and I really look forward to catching up with you soon. If you want to leave a review, I would love you to. That would be fabulous. Thank you. So all the best and I'll chat with you soon. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.